listening to Arts Talk Radio, and I'm Michael Hasted. We bring you interviews as well as news relating to all aspects of the arts in Holland, which are either in English or where language is no problem. We concentrate on events in Amsterdam, The Hague, Rotterdam and the surrounding areas. Arts Talk Radio Online. Interviews and features on the arts in English. We are back in Delft, which is very much in the news at the moment, because it was the birthplace of Johannes Vermeer. Now, as you probably know, Vermeer is currently the subject of a major exhibition at the Rijksmuseum in Amsterdam, as well as parallel shows in The Hague and Delft itself. The town has not changed much in the 400 years since Vermeer lived and worked here, but it's not just canals, cobbled streets and gabled houses. There's a thriving contemporary art scene in the city, and we decided to pay a visit to some of the galleries. The most recent is Artline, run by Helene van Haften, which opened in September 2022. Helene and her late husband ran galleries in Amsterdam and in The Hague, so I wondered why she decided to establish the new one in Delft. Oh, it's a very simple answer, because I'm now living in Delft. I moved from uh, Aalsmeer, this was my la- last place where I lived, to Delft, because also a sister and a brother of mine are living here and I sold my house in uh, Aalsmeer, so that's very simple. Then I came in Delft, I had my house, and I still had my gallery because uh, the gallery started already uh, about 40 years ago in The Hague originally. Um, then we moved to Amsterdam, then to Aalsmeer, and then I was suddenly in Delft. And then I thought, mm, I have to start again with the gallery. And um, on the moment I thought about this, I found this place where we are now in the Voltersgracht number 18. Um, that's just literally 50 metres from the main town square. Yes, it's it's very near in the centre. It, actually, it is the centre of, of Delft and it's a very nice place where a lot is happening. So the work you're presenting is, looking around, nearly all abstract. Yes, exactly. That's uh, what we always did, with uh, working with abstract uh, art. But you're going to do mixed shows of gallery artists and you're going to do one-man or one-person shows as well? Yes, both I will do, both. It, it depends on what the theme is and depends on the artist. Uh, so it, it will be different uh, exhibitions, but the theme, the, the, the total theme will be cultural, um, uh, sustainable art. So what is sustainable art? Sustainable art is is art that um, has a view to what sustainability must be here in uh, in the world because it's a very important theme and I think that it is a theme that can be used by artists. We, We are even not aware of the fact how much we spoil every day and we throw into the dustbin and we don't use again and it's because of a lot of rules that we are um, living like this but it must stop. But that doesn't really apply to art. Nobody throws pictures or sculptures in the dustbin. You're quite right because art is one of the things that mostly will survive in this world. But it's not only the the, the painting itself but uh, it also must have the message of sustainability. Although we must say that nowadays more and more 
artists are using also plastics in their works. Yes, I mean, there was a very big change from oil paints to acrylic paints. Yeah. And the oil paints were made on from vegetable oils, mainly, whereas acrylics are 100% plastic. Yeah, exactly. So th then you see the, in the use of the materials that there is also a possibility to make it more sustainable. And it's a way of thinking uh, that you must do to change this all. There is a lot also that that normally goes to the dustbin. We can use reuse it also in, in artworks, uh, in artworks where we have a message. I was talking to Helene van Haften at her gallery, Artline. Arts Talk magazine provides the perfect companion to Arts Talk Radio with reviews and previews in English of cultural events in Holland. Whatever your interest in the arts, our international team of writers will always provide something new and exciting to see online. That's Arts Talk magazine, all one word, dot NL. Arts Talk magazine, dot NL. About two minutes' walk away from Artline, standing at the end of one of Delft's oldest bridges, literally in the shadow of the Outer Kirk, is a gallery that is well established. Hello, I'm Sitzke Remmelink from uh, Gallery Ruimte Remmelink. And you've been here, I mean, quite a long time the gallery has been here, I think. Yes, I've started it in 2010, and then I had uh, some, for five years, I did the gallery on my own. Then I vis uh, moved to France, so I, the gallery was. Uh, closed for a, a year and after that uh, my husband uh, d passed away so that was the reason that we stopped for a longer time well in the last uh, year in it was I remember October I started again with a gallery with uh, after I had some uh, more fresh energy and uh, Jikke van Ipenburg is my colleague and she's helping me and uh, we do it together now and it's lovely to do it and you you it's not a continuous program you have um how many exhibitions a year uh we only we have six or seven uh, exhibitions a year and and the artists you use uh, are they all local no not local no they are from uh well also from belgium i knew knew some uh, artists in belgium and den haag uh, delft amsterdam and are these um, artists you know, or how, how do you find artists? Well, they come to us, they like uh, the gallery, and of course uh, we look, uh, I look at uh, the work, I see uh, frequently the, the work of the, of the artists, and when I like something I uh, go to visit them in the atelier. <laughs> Every gallery has a style, um, a, a preference, a type of work they show. What, what sort of work do you like or like, do you like to show? That's also uh, that's always a difficult thing about style because it's so um, yeah it's I think it's difficult to explain but for me it's personal and warm and it has I have to have a sort of feeling I have to be touched with it so it's really a personal style. So what what's your background in art? Well, I did uh, academic of art in Rotterdam and in for a few years and in uh, Belgium and that's actually my background. Mm. So I. Uh, do you still paint? Do you still? Yes, work? I do. Do you show your own work? No, not not at the moment. Not together because it's a totally different world. Eh? Exhibiting of uh, myself and uh, and the gallery, mm. doing the gallery, and it's both uh, lo lovely to do. Is is Delft a good place for contemporary art? Yes, I think so. It's very good, very nice. Because uh, friendly people and many tourists, of course. Mm. Yeah. 
But I mean, Delft is known obviously for Vermeer, and at the moment everything is Vermeer, everybody's talking about Vermeer. So it's nice to have the, the contrast between the old and the new. Yeah, I think so, yes. Mm. It's, it's uh, exciting to do, yeah, to have this contrast. Mm. I like it. And you're, I mean, literally right in the centre of town, in the shadow of the, of the church. I mean, it's, it, the, the contrast is always nice between the old and the new. Yeah, I think so. Also with this building, it's old, it's from six, 1674. It's mm. uh, a, a, a good mix. OK, thanks very much indeed. That was Sitzka Remelink of the Gallery Round to Remelink. Another gallery that is well known to residents and visitors to Delft is the domain of René Jacobs. He produces all his work and sells them at his studio gallery in the Neue Langedijk. It's not really what you'd call contemporary art in the accepted sense of the word. René produces not only paintings but also creates three-dimensional objects. The work is very quirky and difficult to categorise. There are elements of surrealism, political satire, social comment, and lots of humour, lots of visual jokes. Humour is an important thing, uh, and humour is in the Dutch society, I think, underestimated as well. We haven't been really laughing for the last 400 years, uh, uh, so um, that is a potential as well. And I think that with a sense of humour, uh, you can um, talk about deeper subjects as well. Humour is a way to uh, create a message which is dark and grim, maybe, but if you uh, present it in a humoristic way, it's still a pleasant painting to watch it. Another thing you do, and this is I think more a more recent development, is you've started making boxes. They're, they are flat, wall-hanging wooden structures uh, which are made of strips of wood, like a maze or something like that, which include hundreds or thousands even of tiny painted figures. Yeah, um, I've always been very much fascinated and frightened by ma uh, large masses of people, large groups of people. And, but I've never known really what to do with that until I've bumped into these little puppets that I could buy. Uh, what, these are, why, why are they made? Are they for model railway layouts or something like that? Are sort of plastic puppets and I, I import them from China and then I paint over them. Otherwise I would have uh, uh, 2,000 Chinese people in a, in a, in a wooden. Uh, labyrinth. But they'd, they'd be too small to see. I mean, these are what, uh, a centimetre high? Yeah, a centimetre high. The smallest ones are centimetres high. But I experiment more and more nowadays with different sizes as well. Um, out of all your different techniques, which do you enjoy most doing? Um, that is a difficult question, actually. Um, I think purely the pleasure, it's probably my interventions where I paint the new times in the old paintings because it is, um, I laugh a lot, I have a lot of fun. Um, but as a process, I think probably these new uh, puppets that I've made and the objects that I make. I would have been a great autistic person, but it's never been properly diagnosed. But I become really relaxed and almost into a Zen mood when I glue little puppets for three weeks in a row. So. <laughs> yes, you would. I mean, it's incredibly labor intensive. Yeah, they are, they are. And they are, uh, 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 they can damage your body as well. The first one I've made contained about five, 6,000 puppets and I end up with a frozen shoulder uh, and I couldn't move my, my arm properly anymore. And it took me uh, eight times visiting the physiotherapist before I could uh, walk and, and, and work normally again. I've actually added the costs for the physio in the price of the painting and I've told the person who bought that well as well uh, that it, it, it contains also 400 euros for the physiotherapist. He was delighted about that. 
for him. It added great value to the painting. Because you're very much, a, um, not using the word in a, in a derogatory sense, but very much a commercial venture. I mean, you're, you're almost like an old um, artisan painter where people could come in and commission yeah. things. Or I think, that, I think that's correct, yeah. I, I, uh, commercial has a real uh, bad yeah. uh, 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 meaning to it to some people, but, but for me that, that is, uh, I'm making a living for myself and my family, and I think there's nothing wrong with it. I think, in fact, if, if you make paintings, you make art and nobody wants to buy it nobody's willing to uh, grab their wallet and say I'll buy this painting I think it, it, it's more or less valuable uh, it doesn't have any value anymore I like to create uh, paintings which have a value but it's also for me selling a painting is part of the process a painting is only really finished when it's sold Arts Talk Radio Online It's Sunday morning, as you can probably tell from the bells, and I'm walking along the Oude Delft, the most beautiful canal in Delft, and I'm on my way to visit a 500-year-old private house, which for two weekends a year transforms itself into an art gallery. Goedemorgen, moet ik je daar weer tellen? Uh, my name is Simone Haak. I'm the owner, uh, together with Joke Dudens, of Terra Delft Gallery, already for almost 34 years. My name is uh, Ramon Dijkgraaf. Um, I'm living at the Oude Delft 210. Uh, my profession is gynecologist uh, in daily life, uh, and I'm one of the initiators uh, for Kunstkamer Delft, what we initiated together with uh, Joke and Simone van Terra Delft. So, so what what happens, this is your own private house, and twice a year, for a weekend, you open its doors and it becomes an art gallery. Yes, that's true. Uh, at the moment that uh, uh, Galerie Terra Delft uh, existed for 30 years, they had an exhibition in six uh, old kennel houses in Delft, and one of the houses was the Outer Delft 210, our house, and it was a very successful uh, event. And at that moment, when it was done, we sat together uh, to, to talk and to discuss about uh, that exhibition and uh, made a new step uh, to make two times a year an exhibition and the Kunstkammer Delft was born. And it's not only paintings, because your ceramic shop, it's half and half, I think. It's half ceramics, half paint. We decide together, with four of us, what we like to show. And we like to show not only ceramics, but also um, paintings, sculptures, photos. Are these local artists? Uh, no, no. Most are from Holland. And now this time we have uh, two people, two artists from uh, the UK. What's your policy for, for this? You, as I said, you have half paintings. Half, half ceramics. But is there any direction you you feel you should be going in or do go in? Uh, not really, because uh, we spot uh, several artists at uh, exhibitions uh, all over the world, here in the Netherlands, and uh, we bring also artists in our uh, meetings, and uh, we discuss with uh, our fours what we think about the work from the artists, and when we think all of us, all the four, yes, that's a good uh, partner for us to ask for the Kunstkamer, then we connect and uh, take contact with uh, the artists. And I believe that you go off to China. Why, why, what do you do in China? Um, I'm curator of a museum there. And I, um, I can make an exhibition there twice a year, in spring and in autumn. 
Because you don't see many much Chinese contemporary art in this in, in Europe, really. Mm, I mean, there's Huawei. Not, and not really. There, there are some, and some very famous ones. But um, yeah. I mean, do you have, do you have problems um, politically getting Chinese um, artists in or no, out? No, no, that is another political problem. It's yeah. easy, and uh, we already have showed some work of uh, Chinese artists in our gallery, and also Chinese artists came here to to do a residency here and I also brought paintings made by Chinese here back to China to sell there. It's easy. That was Simona Hack of the Contemporary Ceramics Gallery, Terra Delft and Raymond Dycroft, who for two weekends a year turns his house into Kunstkammer, a gallery for contemporary art. One of the oldest contemporary art galleries in Delft is the Gallery Tassal on the Kornmarkt, run by husband and wife Maya and Jan Wilhelm Grunendahl. I started by asking Maya how long they'd been there. 35 years. And, and what sort of um, art do you do? Contemporary art, modern art. Mm. And tell me a little bit about the gallery. This is a, a fantastic old building, which I think was originally a Salvation Army. Yeah, that's right, Salvation Army. They were here, they started in, in the Netherlands in 1885, and here in Delft also. And, and, the, and, and your main gallery is, I, I suppose, the, the, the meeting hall. It's a, it's a really big room on the ground floor. Yeah, it's a very big space, and it was originally from, for the uh, Salvation Army, the meeting space, the meeting room. In uh, eighty seven they want to have a real church. So they bought uh, at the Rietveld um, a big house with is also a kind of church oh, yeah, yeah, know, yeah. with a tower on it and they want to sell this place and we were able to uh, to get it because nobody was interested in that time in such a big building. I think they would be now because it's a fantastic because you also live above the, the shop, so you have a really big living space and a fantastic huge gallery downstairs. In the beginning I start um, uh, big sculptures installations. So my choice was for that on that uh, so a lot of people uh, uh, come in then for me that was too much uh, difficult for, for uh, thinking about uh, the art so uh, I like very much installation in that time and the sculpture was for me very important because I mean you've got a huge empty space down there yeah. you can do virtually anything you want yeah but that's uh, very nice if, 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 if people come in here also you you said to me oh I like to make performance here uh, and that's very nice yeah, people, if people come in in the gallery they have all the time their own wishes you know and it's very nice, but also the artists, and they like it so much to do big things. So. And h how many shows do you do a year? Well, normally we did uh, six big exhibitions and six uh, small exhibitions here upstairs. But now we do, we like to do in the future four. That was Maya and Jan Willem Grunendahl of Gallery Tassal. Arts Talk Radio Online, interviews and features on the arts in English. There is another new and exciting art space in Delft, but we didn't get the chance to talk to those who run it. Radius is a centre for contemporary art and ecology, situated on the northern edge of town, in an old water tower and underground reservoir, and that's well worth a visit just to see the amazing location. We hope to be talking to them in a later programme. So, that's all for now, but we'll be back again soon. I'm Michael Hasted, so until the next time, it's goodbye from Delft. Bye.